Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are valuable and what you do matters. This is episode one. I'm Shauna. I'm Justin. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm good. Fantastic. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) What are we talking about today? Today, we're going to be talking about cultivating a culture of thankfulness. Awesome. This is probably the biggest key that I feel like we can give anybody to decreasing their stress levels. For sure. Because it's, like we say, cultivating a culture. It's not just a Thanksgiving Day, one time a year kind of thing. It's a cultivation process where you sow seeds of thankfulness and you reap a harvest of thankfulness. Absolutely. And it's something that is completely in your control. No one else decides whether or not you can leverage this. And it's entirely internal. So you don't, it's not about changing anything outside of yourself, anything external. It's 100% mindset. So the example story that we want to kind of share with you guys this morning Our third biological son, Perez, was born with a cleft lip and palate. So for those of you who aren't familiar with that, it's basically that there's a hole in the top of his mouth that connects to his nose. And in addition, there's some external facial issues. Um, So when he was born and we realized that this was the journey that we were going to go on and we started to see how many surgeries were going to be involved and all of that kind of thing, it was very easy to get to a place of overwhelm. Um, But one of the things that helped us was because we had had the opportunity to travel outside the United States and we had been in places where children didn't have access to any kind of health care, that throughout the entire journey, whether it was doctor's appointments or actual surgeries, we had this thankfulness that we were in America, that our child had access to health care, to surgeons, to hospitals, to all of these things, because if he had been born in another place, it's entirely possible that a lot of babies die because they can't eat properly. Um, And so just having that perspective of gratitude in the midst of that really hard time was a huge way for us to help decrease our own stress levels. And of course, our kids, no matter how small, pick up on that vibe, that energy that that we're operating in. So it also helped decrease his stress levels. Yeah, for sure. And I, I do think that if you're not in a difficult or hard situation you just become less thankful over time. You just kind of feel entitled. You kind of feel lazy about things. You're not thankful for what you do have. And I think that's probably a lot of stuff that's going on with our world today, at least in America, where people just have it so easy that we forget just how thankful we should be about so much. Yes. And I think it's easy. It's kind of a cop-out. Some people would say, well, I'm just not a half glass full kind of person. <laughs> like me. Like you. <laughs> yes. Um, but this is a tool and it's just like any other exercise. You build up that muscle. You can build up 
your gratitude muscle. Yeah, and I must say that I have had to work on that because I do look at life. I, I critique things. I'm more negative, a lot more negative than you are about a situation. <laughs> and it's really hard, and we talked about this before, um, when you're in that situation, it's really hard sometimes to see another perspective. Right. You know, like you just can't, sometimes you just can't see. You can only see the problem. You can only see the negative thing. And so if you build that muscle, learning how to zoom out and just kind of take a breath and be like, you know what, this is not the end of the world. There are people who are going through harder times, probably probably on your street or in your neighborhood, who are going through more difficult times probably than what you're facing right now. Right. And so when you use the term zoom, what are you talking about there? Like a camera. Yes. So it's a it's a great exercise. Like we talk about we use the terminology zooming in and zooming out. And sometimes in life we have to zoom in and look at the details of a situation. But sometimes it's helpful, like in this case, to zoom out. So imagine like you're literally on a drone or something going further and further away from the situation so you have a broader perspective and like you can see yourself in a movie kind of thing so you can see where you are what's happening but then also what's happening around you Mm -hmm. and yeah for me to zoom out and um like i think about jesus and we watched the nativity story it's probably one of my favorite two hours or however long that maybe lasts of the whole year we watched the nativity story which is basically the passion but it's about jesus's birth and it's just messy and yucky. I mean, there's nothing like warm and fuzzy. It's not like a Sunday school or a church uh, Christmas program. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just like, ugh, that was yucky. That was not very fun. It was. It's very historically accurate. Right. And so that that's the yuckiness. <laughs> that's a, yeah. Not the actual birth process that we're well, talking about here. Well, that's never fun either. So. Well, true. <laughs> so I think about that. I think about Jesus. And that helps me realize, yeah, there, there was a lot of suffering uh, for my freedom spiritually uh, and the abundant life that we can live through Jesus. But then I'll, I'll also think about, that helps me a lot, think about as an American citizen, I think about the price that a lot of people and a lot of families have paid so that I could be free in this country. Um, in every country, you know, a lot of countries do have that. They've, they have citizens who paid a lot, a high price. And so for me, when I think about the fact that I can just go get a milkshake or a Dr. Pepper or whatever it is, junk food that I just shove in my body, like that's a freedom that a lot of places don't have. Right. Maybe they're better off for some of those freedoms, but you understand <laughs> what I'm saying. Right. Like for me, um, and also another thing that, that's helpful for me is to think about um, the, the cloud of witnesses it talks about in the Bible, but the generations who've gone on before, when I think about when I hear stories about grandparents or even my parents who just persevered through, you know, things that weren't easy. You know, we've talked about when our grandparents have passed or anytime, even family reunions, like life was hard sometimes. Right. And they just kept going. And that just makes me thankful. Right. Yeah. <laughs> makes me thankful for indoor plumbing. Yes. I hear some of those stories of little boys going and peeing in places they weren't supposed to inside the house because it was so cold for them to go outside the house in the winter. 
So anyway, it's the little <laughs> things, but I think that's where we have to start when we're working on building up our gratitude muscle. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our mentors was sharing with us that when he comes to a business block where he's just really frustrated and feels like he can't figure out the answer to a solution, he'll go take a walk and he'll just start saying thank you for everything that he has. And it's as small as like, thank you that I have all 10 toes so I can walk. And thank you that I have good blood circulation so I haven't had to have part of my body amputated off. And thank you that I have good lungs that I can breathe and I can go outside and take a walk because there are people lying in hospital beds who would pay anything to be able to do that. And thank you that I woke up this morning and was given another day on planet Earth. For sure. So it's things that, you know, when we shift into that mindset, all of us have a very long list of things that we can be thankful for. Yeah, for sure. And so what are some things that you do? Um, You can think about that. I'm going to tell you some things that I do. (laughs) Because I'm the more pessimistic person. Um, For me, not having an alarm clock that goes because I just start off ticked, you know? So I try to, I have music on that is more positive on my phone. So I set multiple alarms because I'm up at four, a little before four. And that helps me tremendously because I have a song. And you know, usually when you stagger around for the first five minutes and you're just trying to get functioning a little bit, like I have, a lot of times I'll be humming that song. Which is a huge step for me. Right. It's a big step in the right (laughs) direction. It is a big step in the right direction. Um, What else do you do? So I think sometimes it's just when I find myself in a frustrated mood, and this is something that we kind of do together as a couple, is reminding each other, like, depending upon, like, let's say you're at a level seven of a ticked off scale than just saying to the other person, what are seven things that you're thankful for right now? Mm, yeah. And it just, there's a break that happens in that rush of negative emotion and thought processes. It's like it shorts the circuit yeah. and it forces you to change over. And so, you know, if somebody's like feeling a little bit discouraged, hey, what are five things that you're thankful for? If somebody's really ticked off, <laughs> like you need to go write down what are 20 things you're thankful for today. Yeah, yeah. and if, journaling. It's almost like a prescription. Yeah, right, it almost is. Uh, we try to journal every day. You, right. probably, you do a better job journaling every day than I do. But part of that is what we're thankful for. I journal something that I'm thankful for usually. Right. It's the very first thing that I journal every morning is yeah. I just thank the Lord for the things that he has given me. And they're small things usually like thanks for this cup of hot coffee and thanks for this cushy chair and thanks for this cuddly blanket. Yeah. Because I know those are things someone else in the world would love to have, but they don't have in this moment. Right, right, for sure. And we try to schedule, or not schedule, we try to incorporate times where at maybe at a mealtime, we say, what are you thankful for? Like we do the prayer, which is always short. Right. Any, any prayer over food is always short. You're not allowed to pray long prayers over food. <laughs> short prayers, thank you God, you know, simple, short But then we, after the prayer and people are eating, it's like, what are you thankful for today? Or what did you like about today? Or something like that. And that, that cultivates, you know, the beginning when we started doing that with our kids, we've done that for a lot, a lot of years now, haven't we? Yes. I mean, it feels like it's been a lot of years. Maybe it's, (laughs) yeah, our our oldest is what, 14? Right. 
Is he 13 or 14? He'll be 14 next month. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think this could be a whole other podcast on oh, yeah. cultivating thankfulness in your children. Oh, so yeah. let's wrap it up today. Let You're not going to let me finish? <laughs> finish your thought and then we're going to no, wrap I'm it up. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Okay. So we'll come back. At, but that gives you some things to work on for you because really nothing we teach our children is authentic and will really stick with them if we haven't figured out how to do it for ourselves. All right. So um, as we wrap up, because we want you guys to be able to, to go on and have a fantastic day. We want you to remember that you are valuable and what you do matters. You are not alone, and we would love for you to connect with us and the rest of the Less Stressed Family community on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you. Have a blessed day.